I've always been a walker early in the morning, and it's something that I love to do in the fall, the spring, or the summer. But when winter comes, it's usually a lot harder because it gets colder. But a few years ago, I was invited by my daughter to join her in the early morning walk through the woods behind her home. And it was December, and the night before it had snowed. So I dressed warm, put on my other winter attire, and together we explored the woods behind her home. The cold air was very biting, but soon the cold and the crispness of the air was forgotten as both of us stopped along the path and noticed the various shapes that the recent fallen snow had made on the trees. I saw the beauty of nature and found a quiet sense of peace and contentment and noticed the wonderment of the creations that I found. I saw beauty, and it was awe. It was inspiring. I reflect on this story as it reflects an experience of this thing that we call awe. In general, awe may be one of the most spiritually significant emotions that humans can experience. And understanding and cultivating awe may be one of the keys to developing a long-term spiritual practice. Now, each of us is the pragmatist of our own life. Our aims and goals feel like the most important things in the world. However, for most of us, time feels scarce, and as a result, accomplishing everything we want to feel at times can be unobtainable. But every now and then... A moment of awe manages to challenge our understanding of the world. When experiencing awe, we feel pleasantly insignificant and connected to the world at large. Whether it be the birth of a child, the sunrise from the top of a mountain, a win from a favorite sports team, experiencing awe is a very powerful source of happiness. I believe that experiencing awe It allows us to be connected to that inner part. And for a moment, all of our troubles and concerns feel insignificant. Most of us have had similar moments of being overwhelmed by awe. But what exactly is this thing we call awe? And what purpose does it serve in our lives? It's an emotional response to stimuli. It's been defined as the feeling of being in the presence of something vast and greater than self that exceeds our current knowledge structures. While awe is a positive emotion, it's one of the necessarily doesn't always make us smile, but like other positive emotions, it has a broadening effect on our thoughts and actions and helps us to build lasting resources internally. So what triggers awe? In modern times, the main triggers of awe are psychological ones such as literature, music, paintings, and nature. And awe is typically experienced in a response to stimuli like natural wonders, stunning sunrises, sunsets, or events. But experiencing awe challenges our views of ourselves and the world. During an awe-inspiring moment, we may fail to understand the vastness we are experiencing. As a result, we adjust our understanding of the world and our place within it. 
When experiencing awe, our mental structures expand in order to accommodate what we have just experienced. Experiencing awe can be increase one's level of happiness over time and make life feel more satisfying. So the importance of cultivating awe in our everyday lives can help us to find that sense of inner peace and contentment in our lives. So how can we experience the magic of awe in our lives? Let me suggest three ways. Number one, take a walk in nature whenever you can. Studies have found that the acts of directly experiencing nature are restorative. If you do get the chance to go outside, be mindful by walking. Take in the air, the sounds, the surroundings. Look out for the small things and be mesmerized by what you may find. As you mindfully examine the treasures of nature, you may experience in awe. Number two, Make the most of every travel experience. It feels luxurious to sleep in while on vacation, but doing so may mean you'll miss out on a spectacular, awe-inspiring experience. The sunrise. So the next time you're in a different city, country, or place, get up early enough to witness the dawn. Travel, whether for fun or for business, gives plenty of opportunities to nurture the need for awe. Whenever you feel you lack the time to indulge in awe-enhancing activities, remember that time is rather subjective and that experiencing awe will help you to remember that. I remember waking up my first morning in Cape Town, South Africa, and I was awakened by the sounds of pounding that was coming from the plaza below our building. As I looked out, I discovered what appeared to be people setting up a marketplace in what was a vast, open plaza. I quickly woke my partner, Jerry, and told him to come and quick, look outside. He did, and we were amazed. We quickly got dressed, and the sun was shining, and we observed a city market taking place before our eyes. Within a matter of a few minutes, the market stalls were all constructed, and the various vendors began laying out and hanging up their handmade items. We began to walk through the market maze and were in awe over the sounds, the sights, and the people of this new place that I would soon be calling my home. It was truly a spiritual awe experience that we would have missed if we had not arisen early that day. Number three, and probably the most important way to experience awe in our lives, leave your comfort zone every day. Leave your comfort zone every day. You know, you don't need to go on on a trip to experience an awe. The feelings of wonder, amazement, and vastness can catch us anytime, anywhere. It doesn't matter what inspires it, whether it be a star-filled sky, a clear night, snow-capped mountains on the horizon. The important thing is to be able to see the beauty in the ordinary. I don't know how many of you experienced the sunrise this week. I think it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. But we'd been so used to having dull, dark nights, whatever. 
And I woke up and I looked outside and there was this orange glow that was going across the horizon. And I just sat there in amazement and in awe at what a beautiful thing was unfolding before my eyes. The most easily way to, to experience an awe is to leave your comfort zone and the effort and courage required to do so increases the likelihood of being mindful and aware of one's surroundings. So simply put, watching your favorite television show is not likely to provide an awe-inducing experience. It's okay, but I promise you it won't be an awe-inducing experience. So find out where your comfort zone ends and go one step further. Hike up a mountain, go for a walk, visit a museum, attend a concert or a sporting event, climb the tallest building in your city, repel off the tallest building in your city, <laughs> which there's opportunities to do that. <laughs> and what would normally, where you would avoid these activities, do them. See what happens when you push yourself. You know, the comfort zone is a nice place, but nothing ever grows there. Think about that. The comfort zone is this nice place, but nothing ever grows there. You already likely know what it is will give you a sense of awe and transcendence. It takes a bit of courage, effort, or overwhelming you to know that you were on the right track and Sometimes just leaving that comfort zone in order to truly grow is truly worth it. So what sort of experiences have triggered awe for you? In his book, Awe, The Delights and Dangers, Parle Prashal writes about the role of awe in helping us move through sadness with gratitude and acceptance. Many of our negative feelings, such as loneliness and rejection, are best overcome by moving beyond our infatuation with our own happiness and finding it in giving ourselves fully to others and to the world. So why talk about awe at this time of year? I believe there is no better time to experiencing awe than during the holiday season. More hearts and minds are turned to finding just the right gift or baking our unusual goodies we only make at this time of year. Yet awe is not found in, usually in those activities. You might experience a portion of it as you give baked goods away, but the real experience of awe, that magical feeling happens when we stop and really take notice of the present moment and observe what is happening before our eyes. Children are a great teacher of awe. And last night, as I sat at the back of this sanctuary and they were decorating this tree with these beautiful ornaments that the kids made and adults made, and the children were over here and discovered that they could run and jump off of this and twirl around. <laughs> And they were having such a wonderful time. And I couldn't help but think about the fact of how free and easy it was for them to just do something. And 
each of them in their own way. The older one tried, and then the rest followed, just like typical. But I, I share that in the sense that so many times in the eyes of children, watching them, we can see awe and we can experience awe. I know as I was um, growing up with my children, each holiday season, I enjoyed um, watching my children decorate our home for Christmas. And I grew up that even though I had Christmas and Hanukkah, so we decorated twice. Um, but, and so when they were young, they're eager, were eager to help, and their excitement was there. And as they grew older, it became a little harder. But one thing that they liked was a, a, a tradition that we did every year. And that was on the first night of Hanukkah, we always gathered together and we made latkes. And then the children looked forward to this because the neighborhood would be invited in, they'd participate in latkes, but then they would tell the story of Hanukkah. And no matter what, every year they looked forward to that, and that was a tradition. And I was always amazed as that they grew older that that, that desire to share that story and to have the latkes was still there. And now they're out on their own, but each year as Hanukkah comes around, no matter where they are, they make latkes and share them with their friends, and they continue to share the story of Hanukkah. And each time when I remember those many years, I am in awe now as I look back of how a simple thing has left such an imprint in each of their lives. So those of you who have children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, take this time, this holiday season, to sit, to observe when you're around them. And you may be surprised by what you discover. And most likely, you will be amazed by the lives that they are living. Take time this holiday season to give thanks for the blessing and opportunity to be engaged in their lives. Our overly busy and technology-dependent lives go against the cultivation of awe. It takes the fullness of presence, the ability to pause and reflect on emotions and sensations, and the willingness to savor the many shades of the moment to allow us to develop a new ethical and moral identity. This is easier done with some sort of mindfulness or meditative practice. But awe is more than a practice. It is a way of being, where we're able to move beyond the preoccupation with our own significance and step out of our safe and comfortable circles. As in any great endeavor, fear may become your uninvited companion, accept it as a necessary part of your journey, and listen to it every so often. It may sometimes have something important to say. But remind yourself that this is the price that you pay for stepping out of your comfort zone and bringing your full self to life, to experiencing awe. When we think about experiencing awe, the stories that come to mind are often rare and life-changing events, and these experiences evoke wonder and amazement. They aren't just pleasurable, they're transformative encouraging us to contemplate the meaning of our lives and see ourselves as part of the bigger picture. The key ingredient in awe is a sense of vastness, a feeling that you are looking at something immense and much larger than yourself. 
it can be difficult to feel a lot of awe towards the same old sights you see every day, even if they are beautiful. But you don't have to go far to find something new. Try taking a walk in a different neighborhood. Visit a museum you haven't visited before. Being a tourist in your own city can open your eyes to wondrous new experiences. And you might feel a second helping of amazement when you realize that something so awesome was just down the street from you and you had no idea. The world is new, vast, and awe-inspiring for children. Spending time with kids is an immersion in awe, and each of the little things that we take for granted, water, music, trees, inspires awe in them. Being around them, you can't help but catch a bit of the awe. When is the last time you felt awe of something? Maybe it was a family vacation, meeting a new grandchild, a nephew, for the first time. In this increasingly world that relies on technology, in which many people seek fulfillment online, it can be difficult to unplug enough to experience this powerful emotion. Awe ultimately is about the sacred and has no monetary value. You can't place a dollar amount on Yosemite or a bike ride or singing in a chorus or looking at a painting. And while many people tend to think of this emotion as a childlike wonder, adults are fully capable of experiencing awe too. Awe is a powerful emotion that you feel as an individual, but it's the effect of improving your humble sense of self and making you feel connected to something much bigger than yourself helps to strengthen your social connections and relationships as well. You just need to look up. With your eyes fixed on the screen of your phone or laptop, you might see or miss seeing the stunning beauty of a first snowfall or witnessing a rectum and of kindness. Awe is a powerful, profound, transcendent feeling. Albert Einstein stated, The most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. It is the source of all true art and all science. He to whom this emotion is a stranger can no longer pause to wonder and stand wrapped in awe, is as good as dead. His eyes are closed. I challenge each of you this holiday season, choose to do something out of your comfort zone. Spend a moment observing the world around you. Take time to see this holiday season through the eyes of a child. And I promise you that if you do any of these things, you will experience the mysterious wonderment of awe. May it be so. Our closing hymn is on page 347 in the the gray hymnal, Gather the Spirit.
As we part now one from another, let these be our thoughts. If that which is most holy lies within the human person, and if the greatest power in the world shines flickering and uncertain from each individual heart, then it is easy to see the value of human associations dedicated to nurturing that light, the couple, the family, the religious community. For the power of good in any one of us must at times waver, but when a group together is dedicated to nurturing the power of good, it is rare for the light to grow dim in all individuals at the same moment. So, we borrow courage and wisdom from one another to warm us and keep us until we were together again. May it be so. Go in peace.